Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Hi everyone! If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe for free on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Hello everyone! Welcome to the Greener Side Podcast, your guide to all things immigration. And today, guess where we are going? We are going to Papua New Guinea. This is a country that we did not expect to cover and yet here we are. Today we are interviewing Krish Villanueva. She is 32 years old. And she moved to Papua New Guinea last 2019 to 2020 for a job as a procurement and marketing manager. She was there on a working visa and returned to the Philippines last year. Or hindi pala, 2020. Thank you so much, Krish, and welcome to the show. Thanks, Ring. Krish, thank you talaga ha, kasi it's very rare for us to find someone who has worked in Papua New Guinea. So before we start, could you tell us a bit about yourself? So I'm Karesh, so I'm working now as an e-commerce specialist. But when I was in Papua New Guinea, I worked for retail and uh, a group of companies who handles retail and hotel in Papua New Guinea. And why? Why Papua New Guinea of all the countries you could have gone to? Why did you go there? Well, ever since, like, makatayin pa ako. So I really wanted to go outside of the Philippines. So I've been applying. So while I'm in the Philippines, I'm sending out resumes anywhere near the Philippines. So when I saw an opportunity in Papua New Guinea, so it's like, mm, might as try. So I sent my resume and then immediately in a week, someone called me and then there. So I mean, I got the opportunity. So ito na yun. Take it to get out of the comfort zone, which is the Philippines. So yeah, took the advantage. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Awesome. Okay, so you went to Papua New Guinea as a marketing and procurement manager, and you went there on a work visa. Is that yeah. right? Yes, that's right. All right. So could you tell us first what rights does a work visa give you in Papua New Guinea? Well, it's pretty much the same with other working visas in country. You get to stay there. Well, my visa is three years. So, but I got it late because I think it's a processing in Papua New Guinea that's quite different from other countries. So. Get to stay there, and then it's renewable, naman, depending on your contract with your employer. I see. So three years, yung binigay sa yon. Yeah. Mm. And when, uh, what documents did you need to be able to apply for this visa? Well, since my position is um, managerial, so you have to really have like your documents certified in terms of like the diploma. And then the usual for the requirement of the Philippine government as well, since I, I registered as an OFW, so there goes the medical. And then there's one weird um, requirement for me that I didn't expect, which is the from BOQ. So you have to get vaccine for polio before entering Papua New Guinea. So oh. I, it, I, I thought my parents gave me that. So it's like um, really an eye-opening for me that it was like, because it's really the first time. Because normally it's just the flu vaccines when you hear stories from other OFW. But for Papua New Guinea, they require you to get a polio vaccine. A polio vaccine? Or yeah. is it like the full just range the pol- of the... Just a, yeah, just a polio vaccine. 
yung okay. pinaka-specified, which is weird, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, so you needed your polio vaccine, you needed your diploma, mm-hmm. and also your government documents, like, like... The PDOS, and then the one from the DFA with the red ribbon. So it's the normal um, documents you need from requirement from the immigration of the Philippines. So nothing much different. So, But of course, everything needs to be sealed and certified. So before sending it out to Papua New Guinea. Mm. And who seals and certifies these documents? Any lawyer here in the Philippines. So it's just like not, not if it, Notificate, right? Notary? Tama yeah, notary. Yeah, that's the right term. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it was a pretty straightforward process and yeah. the documents were straightforward as well. Yes. Is that right? Wait- yeah, it's just a waiting time because you really need to send your documents in Papua New Guinea and it, unlike in other um, countries where it, there's a normal route, I think the courier service as well takes time sending back and forth to Papua New Guinea that time. So, Okay, so when you apply for a work visa in Papua New Guinea, you have to send your documents by mail. Is that right? Yes. So there, there is a partner agency here in the Philippines, but they're the one who does the uh, documentation here in the Philippines. So there's another. So that's why you need to send the hard copy of your documents to Papua New Guinea because it's same with us. So there's a lot of red tapes and back and forth. So unlike. And other Shenzhen visas, everything's digital. So here, you need to send the hard copies. I'm not sure now, but I know uh, still um, the government Papua New Guinea requires already the hard copy. Mm, okay. Krish, yung um, medical mo, could you have just gotten it from any hospital in the Philippines? Or do they have select medical clinics that, that, na, that they choose? It's pre-accredited then of the, I think, the consulate of, there's a list. And same with the agency here in the Philippines. So they're the one who's going to guide you. This is the only hospitals or clinics you can go through in your areas. So to certify that you're really allowed to go out. Okay. Apart from these, did you need IELTS or proof that you know English or any sort? No. So Papua New Guinea's language is not also, I mean, it's English, but it's, it's not really required because when I came there, not everyone knows how to speak English. <laughs> Kinailangan mo bang magbigay ng bank documents, uh, bank statements? No, it's uh, none. Mainly, mainly the diploma. It's thereafter because part of the like the contract of the working visa is like you have to teach the Papua New Guineans since it's like considered like a third world. So you're coming in not only to work there but also like an in exchange of like education format. So that's why they wanted someone, a professional with a degree. Mm, okay. Well, in my profession, that's the part of the contract that I saw. So, yeah. Yeah. And because you are going to Papua New Guinea because you were employed mm-hmm. by a company there, Usually, kasi yung process niya, yung employer, yung mag apply on your behalf. Yes. But in your case, did you apply for yourself? Well, they're the one who process it. There's the, uh, a third party. So, but of course, if needed, like, yung face appearance. So, you have to, like, do the, the call. Uh, so, meron pang interview with the embassy. With the embassy, it's just hard documents. So, the submission of the passport. So, it's a case-to-case basis. So for me, I just need to send everything hard copy. Tapos wala ng interview? Um, wala na. For the embassy, none. For me, in my case. Mm-mm. Okay, okay. So if it's a managerial position or a professional position, they would be more lax 
perhaps. As long as you have, I think, the diploma. Ah, talaga yung diploma talaga important. Transcript, kailangan na rin ba? Yes, yes. As in, that you're really ed- coming there as like as an, an educated professional. Because they're really after benefiting their Papua New Guineans learning from you. Mm, okay. Let's say, for example, if you just know the answer to this, ang aking diploma is in Filipino. Will you have to translate the diploma to English? I think yes. Yeah? Yeah, it should be needed, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Chris, you mentioned na it's really the processing time that takes a while. Mm-hmm. Could you tell me how long the process took for you from when you sent the documents to the embassy? I accepted the job, I think, around May, and then the documents started rolling out around June. And then the first feedback I got was July, that there are certain documents needed, hard copy to be sent. So I sent it out. So it depends on the career. But luckily for me, the HR of the company went to the Philippines. So in September, so they just got the documents and bring it back to Papua New Guinea. So I had to wait, I think, more or less another three months because I flew out January. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. three, quite a long time since, like I mentioned, uh, everything is hard copy. Walang digital. Hindi masyado pang using digital process over there. Oo. So kapag binigay nila yung visas rin sa'yo, physical copy rin ba? Yeah. Naka-stamp siya sa passport. Okay, so let's say for me, I want to apply for a job in Papua New Guinea and I do get the job. How long a timeline should I be giving myself from when I gather my documents to to the time that I receive my visa? What is the expected period? I think more or less like around three to six months. Okay. There's a lot of back and forth of the documents. That's the only the kalaban in terms of like processing. So I'm not sure with other countries, but here in the Philippines, that's mostly what my fellow Filipinos also there encounter in terms of like processing the visa. Okay. Ano ba yung mga jobs or industries na in demand sa Papua New Guinea that would give Filipinos a good chance of being able to work there? It's mostly retail and hotel industries. And then there are some in the provinces like mining and engineering. But in the city, like in Port Moresby, it's mostly retail-related. Because there's a lot of supermarkets and like parang hypermarkets in Papua New Guinea. That's the go-to place. So there are malls, but I think it's the concept of like hypermarkets. The malls there, yung pinakamalaki, two floors lang. Yeah, so totally different. It feels like parang the old Philippines for me when I first came there. So, but it's mostly retail-related and hotel-related. Okay, like sales assistants, yes. sales managers. Yes. Like store-based, like, and then restaurants, of course. So restaurant manager, um, store manager mostly are the positions that's open there. Okay, and is the country open to hiring tradesmen? Kasi... Sa atin, sa work natin, professionals tayo, marketing, comms. But how about for like blue-collar jobs? Are yes. those also in demand? Yes, they're, they're in demand. But during my time, most of the, the blue-collar jobs are being given to the Australian <laughs> expats. So there are some, but if for example, banking. So I think they have really a tiering. So in terms of professional, so they really divide. So yung binibigay nila na expats. So... Per company. So there's really like a limit. 
ah, there's a limit per company with yeah. how many expats they could yeah. get. Mm-hmm. The quota, is it dependent on the size of the company or does each company have a singular fixed quota that applies to all? I think dependent on the size of the company. It's pretty much the same with Singapore. Krish, may ano ba? Do you know if any of the visa processes have changed since COVID? It's pretty much the same, what my friend said. So you still need to send out your documents hard copy. I know some really took some time because of the border closure and limited flights going to Papua New Guinea. And then um, renewal, it's fast lang. But I think if it's a new application, that's the one that took a lot of time now. Mm. Since they asked for a polio vaccine, do you think they would also ask for a COVID vaccine this time? Now, I think yes. They're also requiring. Okay. And could you give us some tips naman, Krish, if people want to look for a job in Papua New Guinea, what websites could they go to and what's your general advice? Well, for me, I used to go through the job street. <laughs> yeah, job and street. then the work abroad. So you knew go to website called before in terms of applying near the Philippines. There's a lot of companies who tie up with the work abroad page. They're still posting jobs that's based in Papua New Guinea. But when I saw the recent job post, it's based on the province side, not in the the city. So it's like really far. <laughs> okay. So karamihan ng jobs ngayon currently is sa provinces. Yes. <laughs> hey guys, this is Anjali Dub, the host of the newest podcast called Life in Progress. Join me as I share my new journey of adulthood and help you a little on how you can be the best version of yourself, one podcast at a time. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. Okay, I see. All right. Krish, we really don't know anything about Papua New Guinea. I did not even know that we were going to cover this ever. And I think that when people think of the country, ang naiisip nila is yung forests, yung a lot of the undiscovered tribes in the country. So could you tell us a bit about the culture? When you first landed in Papua New Guinea, what were your first impressions? Prior I came there, everyone keep on saying you have to be extra precautious in terms of like, your safety because when you search on Google it's mostly not the good side of Papua New Guinea that you get to see there's like a lot of violence so that even in YouTube the first thing you see is like carjacking and so on so but when I first came there it feels like the old province of the Philippines now we're in there's no car mm. empty roads so because I'm based in the city in Makati so we're in traffic and everything is noise so when I First came out there, super peaceful. <laughs> so there's less cars, and then uh, their transportation is mostly buses. And then um, everyone's really curious when there's like, a foreigner. Um, it's I think it's um, normal in other countries as well. So when there's foreigners, but then people are very pleasant. So when you just give them a smile, they easily smile then. But they're really like curious in terms of foreigners most of the time. Mm, even ourselves. Yes. Ah, oh, talaga? Yeah. Itingin pa rin sila sa'yo. So, maraming tumitingin sa'yo nun? 
Well, yeah, cause medyo maputi ako nun. So, <laughs> so yeah, par- there are like times like kids would touch your skin na parang whether, totoo ba to? And then my friends who have like straight hair. Because they only get to see Filipinos through TVs. Mm-hmm. Na din ako. They love Filipinos telenovela. So when they found out that you're Filipino, un- their first question is, do you know James Reed or Daniel Padilla? <laughs> Wow. So, so like they're really like curious when, especially when they they're very fond of when they know Filip- you're a Filipino. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I I remember being in the airport in Auckland, New Zealand, and mm-hmm. there was a Samoan or Tongan basha who was talking to me. Tas nalaman niya taga Pilipinas ako. Mm-hmm. Sabi niya, oh. Do you know Pangako Sayo? Exactly. <laughs> so they love those dra- Yeah, even in the cinema, I was also amazed because, like, of course, like you get to watch with your uh, fellow Filipinos, like yung mga Tagalog movies. So where I was really expecting first movie ko na Tagalog. It's everyone's like Filipino, but nope. Half of the cinema is like really from Papua New Guinea, and they're really like into it. If there's like a fight scene or so many, so much drama, wow. they really love Filipino telenovelas. Wow, that wow, that's my gosh, that's amazing. Grabe. Medyo na, na throw off ako dun sa fun fact na yun kasi hindi ko siya inexpect. <laughs> and yung population sa sa PNG, ilan sila? Iilan lang sila? I'm not sure the exact count, but I know um in Port Marquis, maliit lang. Ito, ang sabi dito 8.9 million sila. So kokonti nga lang. Yeah. How different is the working culture as you observed in there versus when you were working in the Philippines? Very different because since it's not safe at night, so most of my team members, especially um, the Papua New Guineans, go home at 5. <laughs> so, tapos na yung work by 5. So, for me, I get to extend because yung housing ko is same compound lang in the office. So, it's very... Not really laid back, but the yung OT for um it's not really common because for safety then. Mm. And you said that you lived in uh, the compound of the office. It, yes. So my visa and my benefit comes with the housing. Yung sa housing, it's a big compound wherein there nandunay office, supermarket, and then the other side is the warehouse. So it's like a very very big compound. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, nandun na lahat ng kailangan mo. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And is this a common thing? 
Well, yes, most of the businesses there. So either it's like few meters away the housing. So because even with my fellow Filipinos, um, apart from the visa, their benefits is mostly the housing and then the food allowance. So you get really to save a lot because of that kind of benefit. Yeah. So you got free housing, is that yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> Ay, ang saya. Wow. Tapos may food allowance pa. Yes. <laughs> may grocery allowance pa. <laughs> Ay, grabe. Well, for, for me, for me, I get meals twice a day. It's part of my contract. Because we get lunch and dinner. Very spoiled. We even have like a house Mary, what we call, but it's like a helper. So who does um all your laundry? So very spoiled. <laughs> wow. At um, sa lahat ng OFWs doon noon na, na nakilala mo, common din to yung may house help sila? For some, yes. Especially if there's like a family in visa. So it's mandated that you have like a house married um, in your house. So they get to pick up the kids. For our house, so since um, it, I have like a shared housemate in the room, I mean, in the house. So we have like one house, Mary, who does all the cleaning, the laundry. Okay. And Krish, could you tell me about the people? First of all, what is the language of Papua New Guinea? It's top pisin. So it's like broken English, technically. Because when you hear them talk, it's still understandable from my end when I was there. For example, in Good Afternoon. So when they say to you, Apinum, so you still like get the gist when you hear them talk. And yan talaga ang kanilang national language? Well, that's the most common language in Papua New Guinea, but it's very culturally diverse. Same with the Philippines. So they have a lot of dialects. So even like in Port Moresby, so they have smaller like, oh, this side, the Motu, it's a different dialect. But there's like similar words when you hear it. Oh, wow, that is so fascinating. And how about the people themselves in your interactions with them? How have you found them? Well, for me, I've never had any bad experience when I was there. So I'm very fortunate on that one. But I, of course, when I was staying there, you, you'll hear some stories that's quite tragic in terms of um, safety. So, But for me, one eye-opening is um, when I came there, Due to the limitations, I think, of financial resources, so not everyone working in the office really finished their degree. Mm. So for me, there are some colleagues that I've hired. They only get to do high school, so they only get to learn the job right then and there. Your passion go for teaching, then the mold. So Ay, okay, yeah, because mm-hmm. of course you're hiring people there in Papua New Guinea not on skill, which is I think. In most first world, it's the common. So in Papua New Guinea, it's more on the attitude that they they bring up in the table, especially in in work. Okay. Yes, they hire mostly on attitude because they believe that the skill will be learned on the job. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That that's really good to know, and it's so different from what is happening now, where mm-hmm. a lot of companies will get you if you have the skill. Yes. Exactly. Oh, and you mentioned yung safety. How is the crime rate there? Or talaga bang dangerous sa Port Moresby, sa capital? Yes, because I was also surprised when we were like watching like a company night out na movie. So that's like beyond 10. So imagine, may security na kami. 
escort pa uwi. Parang too good to be true, di ba? Parang coming from uh, Manila na parang you get to do anything. This time you have like to be extra precautions. And I've seen and heard stories na wherein people really stop your car and then point a gun. Yung, oh my gosh. Mga ganong hor- ano, horror stories. But then, I guess, panapanahon lang. And then if you like really do the showy na parang, hey, I'm really like this in terms of pananamit. So, ay catchy ka talaga sa mga rascals. What they call the thief, rascals. <laughs> rascals. <laughs> yeah. So, ano ang mga tips mo to keep protected? Well, of course, yung the normal precautions like don't wear your jewelries outside. So, it really changed my lifestyle in terms of minimalism because uh, since nga may nightlife but then there's very minimal so it's mostly outdoors like eating out and then of course there's resorts and beaches that you can visit so wala masyado yung formahan levels <laughs> so <laughs> laid back look lang talaga you get formal events but of course this company initiated but in terms of um, parties wala masyado talaga Mm, okay. So talagang oh, laid back. Yeah, oh. super laid back. And even there, like if you need something, when you need to shop, hindi reliable yung mall. So you go to like a second-hand store, yun yung maramit, big warehouses of second-hand stores. Ah, kasi konti lang yung shops nila. Yes, yeah, so um, the mall, I think, dalawa lang. So they're building some. And then, of course, limited yung collections ng mga nasa mall. Mm-mm. Yung sa ano naman, babalik ako sa work mo. So, you said that people generally leave five on the dot. Yes. Yes, because of safety. How about their uh, work ethic? How different is it from what you experienced back home? Are they more laid back or are they super competitive in there? I think it depends on the position. So, of course, there are some... Uh, in the level of really in their college degree na na in the higher tier. So, they're more aggressive in terms of looking for greater opportunity and mm. greater benefits. But then, for of course, for some na who's just starting out and just wanted to provide for their family. So, they're the one who's most laid back. And then, you need to push and guide. Of course, there's communication. You, not everyone knows how to speak English. Mm. That's why you really have to, unlike in other countries where when you talk to your colleagues, it's immediately, they get the gas of it. But there you have to check, again, whether they really understood because English is not really their first language. Okay. In your time there, not only were you a manager doing your job, but you were also kind of a teacher. You were also training, upskilling people. Well, within the company, so you get to teach them in terms of the possession. So you're say when you're hiring someone for marketing so they have minimal experience but of course in terms of the execution of the social media it's going there palang the social media skills for marketing so you need to teach them firsthand in terms of what to do and how to do the job Hello, hello. I'm Wincy. And I'm CJ. We're 90s kids. And you know the one thing we really miss? Long and intimate talks on the landline. Telebabad sessions where anything goes, where the conversations cover everything, even tough and awkward topics. We've talked about why people cheat, 
your 20s versus your 30s, our travels abroad, and our thoughts about movies and TV shows. So tune in to Telebaba Tapes wherever you get your podcasts. We're powered by Podcast Network Asia. Tara, Telebaba tayo! Yeah, and Krish, let's talk about yung salaries, no? Hindi ko kasi alam how much the living wages there are and how much yung bilihin, ganon. So, was it the same level as PH, yung mga salaries, or higher? No, it's higher. For me, it's higher. <laughs> and then, like I said, yung benefits ko nga. For some, you can, the salary that I got, you can also get it in the Philippines, I think. Because I've been working in retail industry in the Philippines. You can also get it. But the main benefit is you don't have any extra expenses in terms of housing, commuting. Because we also have like a car service. And then we have like the, the meal allowance. So net na yung makukuha mo for your salary. Grabe. So daming ipon. Yes. <laughs> Oo, pang ipon talaga siya. And yeah. From what I'm getting, no, it seems like Papua New Guinea is not the place to settle. It's a place to gain experience in, to make ipon. Yes. But in terms of living there long term, it's not as viable an option as developed countries. For some, if you have like a family, it's really advisable because some visas for working, they allow even um, the benefits. They give free education with the kids. Wow. Mm-hmm. I've known other Filipinos who brings their family there. So, para less lungkot. And then, the kids go out um, when it comes to college. Sayang eh, because not all countries give that kind of benefits to expats. That's so, true. It depends case to case on the, comp- the company, but that's the most common benefits I hear. Whether it's a Filipino or Australian expat or Malaysian expat, so it should be if you're if you have family. Like I said, the society and then the environment should be different. So, wala masalang pwedeng gawin <laughs> compared mm-hmm. to other countries where you well you can fly to Australia, but <laughs> in yeah. terms, no, but yeah. Yeah, I think this is the appeal of going to a country that is not the first option mm-hmm. of most people. That's right. Because a country like Papua New Guinea knows that you won't come there yes. unless they give really good incentives. That's right. Yeah, and so for you, it was meal allowance, libring rent, or no, libring House. housing. That's my ano pa kayo, house help at my bodyguard. Yeah. Driver and then my gym, my gym allowance pa. <laughs> Grabe, lahat, lahat yeah. talaga. And kung pamilyado ka, you can bring your family yeah. and yeah, your kids will be given free education. How mm-hmm. about, have you heard kung ang mag-jowa, pwedeng magpunta example ako, hindi ako kasal pero may jowa ako. Pwede ko bang kunin jowa ko? Well, not on a partner visa but you can also, I know there are some na parang the first either boy or girl go there and then nag apply mm. So, same company. So, may mga ganun. So, mm. not through partner visa. More on like a working visa. Para referral. <laughs> Easy referral. Ah, referral. Oo. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we Filipinos do not hear a lot about Papua New Guinea. Mm-hmm. When we do hear something, it's either the forest, the, the you know nga, yung mga tribes nila, or as you mentioned, it being a developing country. Could you tell us some great facets that we don't normally see about the country? Well, I'm really surprised that when I was there, they're really like religious and family-oriented. 
eh, one of my precautions in terms of like choosing a country is kailangan um, religious wise um, I can still go to church in Catholic so when I was going to church just to see like a surprise because there's a lot of Papanuginians who go to church which I was not expecting so they're very similar in terms of like culture for us in terms of very family oriented and masayahin <laughs> So, parang ano sila? Parang Pilipino din. Yeah, for me, very similar yung mga in terms of like their traits. Oh, wow. And is it a largely Roman Catholic society? Mostly, I guess there's are like Catholic schools as well. So, mm. but I'm not sure of the vision. But there are some who's like also like the English and Christo and then the Christians. So, it's mm. really well divided there in terms of religions. But there's a lot of Catholic churches when uh, I was there. Okay. You stayed there for one year. Uh, almost just a year. year. Almost a year. Al- yeah. uh, almost two years. So, 2019 to 2020. Yeah. Pero, siguro beginning of 2019? Yeah. end of 2020? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, what made you leave? Well, I had a different fashion <laughs> that natutunan ko in Papua New Guinea. So, since um, most of my extracurricular activities is gym and yoga, Every day, as much as possible. I after office, so that's here. Pangtanggal ng stress. So I go to yoga and then alternate to gym. So when I was there, really opened my eyes in terms of my hidden passion into yoga. That's why I decided to enter contract and then study na lang yoga. And then the pandemic, so I had to hold back. So I went home to the Philippines. <laughs> Uh, so you resigned because you found that passion in yoga. Yeah, I really wanted to study yoga so i didn't push through with the renewal of the contract because for me it's like no i need to do this for my own <laughs> sanity yeah. yeah so nung natapos yung contract mo na dissolved the yung visa mo or were you given time to look for another job or was it an open job search visa or was it tied to your well, company you can since you're ending contract you can file for a new visa care of the employer so some they're like ending contract pero running pa yung visa so they just do, need to do the bridging so with both parties agreeing for me if i wanted to transfer it's very easy because it's um pa Mm, okay. And did you study yoga there or sa Pinas na? Oh, I'm about to study now. <laughs> so, in Bali. So, I'm currently now here um, in Indonesia. Oh, to study. Yeah. <laughs> to study yoga. In Bali. Yes. In so Bali. <laughs> Oo. Kuha yan. Thank you to the Ipon from yes, Papua New Guinea. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> Okay, all right. That's, wow, that's really good to know. It's really good to know that you being in Papua New Guinea has awakened this discovery, mm-hmm. this this passion for yoga. And so, Krish, is the grass, was the grass greener in Papua New Guinea? Savings-wise, yes. <laughs> Savings-wise talaga. Yeah. Talagang nakaipon ka. Yeah, plus the lifestyle, it's very different from, walang masyadong temptation <laughs> in terms of like, lifestyle-wise. So, <laughs> I mean, if you get to shop secondhand store, right, the only treat for yourself is, of course, eating out. So, and watching mm-hmm. movies. So, it's very like the old Filipinas pa. Na, walang temptation. Oh, oh. If you are the type of person, I think, who is open to going wherever outside mm-hmm. of the Philippines, but at the same time, makakapag-ipon ka, mm-hmm. and you have this slower-paced lifestyle, 
and less temptations, then really, Papua New Guinea is an option. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much, Krisha. So for anybody who wants to know more of your story, is there a social media channel that they can follow? Yes, for my travels, you can follow me at KJ Villanueva. So for my professional life, you can uh, add me up on LinkedIn. So that's Krish Villanueva. Okay, and Krish Villanueva for social media, is that Instagram and or Facebook? or um, Just Instagram and uh, LinkedIn. So. Okay, all right. Krish Villanueva on Instagram and LinkedIn. If you have any questions for us, just reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or on email. If you are listening on Spotify, you can scroll down on the episode notes. Meron tayong question doon and you can, ay, meron tayong poll doon and you can put your questions down there. Uh, any last words, Krish? Thank you so much, Kring, for your um, invite. Sorry, you wanted to share the story of Papua New Guinea and erase the, you know, the thinking of the people that it's not safe. It's really a beautiful country. <laughs> yes, yes. There is more than meets the eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Papua New Guinea. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And thank you, Krish, again. See you in the next two weeks, guys. I'm Kring Lakson with Krish Villanueva, and this is The Greener Side. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.